Hello everyone and welcome back to the Real Positive Girl podcast with me, Sabrina. This week, with a brand new topic, we are talking about let's quit together. I will be talking about things that we need to stop, behavior that we need to stop engaging in, and things that just aren't really helping us become our best selves, you know? Like today, specifically, we're going to talk about quit gossiping, and then later in the week, we are going to mention how to stop saying sorry all the time, stop sacrificing your sleep, topics like that. And so I hope that you will listen to the rest of the episodes within this topic. But today, like I said, we are talking about quit gossiping. So gossiping is terrible. It's just terrible. I don't think anyone could classify it as something that's great, that's helpful, that has made their life better, um, has been any sort of shining glory in their life. I don't think so. It's something that we can all get so easily sucked into, but it's it's a terrible habit too many of us engage in. I hope that you guys would agree with me because a lot of times we can get sucked into it without even realizing we are until we you know, become more self-aware and understand of what we're actually talking about. And there really isn't an excuse for sharing information that isn't yours to share. And I believe that's one of the best ways for you to evaluate whether or not you should be sharing what you're sharing with someone. If it's your information to share, if it's something that you are, uh, you know, attached to that has to do with your life and, you know, in a way you own that information, okay, you know, that that is your choice, that is your right to share it. But if it has nothing to do with you, like it literally has nothing to do with you. I understand how some people might be able to finagle the thought and definition of that, of thinking, well, it does have something to do with me because I know that person, or I think that this behavior that they're engaging in is going to affect me in this and this and this way. No. No, that's not an excuse. That is not a reason for you to feel like you need to share information because it's it's not yours to share. And just so you're aware, gossip can be seen as like idle talk, rumors, and sharing personal details or information about others behind their backs, you know, without them being present, and generally in a negative tone. Um, you know, and some would argue that sharing this type of information, you know, negative things about other people that you feel the need to share um, with others is important because they need others to know or they want to slander this person, um to make themselves look good or the other person look bad. It just depends on, you know, what their actual motive is. Uh, but some people have argued that when you, there's a, there's a good part of gossip and there's a bad part of gossip. And a lot of the articles I read um, in preparing for this episode were like, yeah, you know, not all gossip is bad. And I disagree with that. I honestly believe that the difference between uh, gossip and then the part where they're trying to designate it as not not negative is more venting so you know um, or like sharing information that is yours to share so uh, a good example that I read was talking about how you know you might go tell a friend that this uh, this girl in the office has been sleeping with this other man um, and he's married, and so you're spreading this information. That information is not yours to share. You are not connected in any sort of way. You know, it's not really going to affect you that much. It's really just information that you learned that you were privy to, and now you're spreading it around and possibly creating rumors because, you know, when people don't have all the facts, which is very common with gossip, 
um, the story changes very easily, very quickly. It's like playing a game of telephone. Uh, but let's say that you found out, like, let's say that you're the wife of the gentleman that is stepping outside of his marriage and you were telling someone that you're like, oh my goodness, I found out that my husband was stepping out on me with this person. Okay. Now I personally, even if I, if I was in that situation, I still probably wouldn't tell anyone because I feel like that kind of information is not anyone's business. However, if that person wanted to tell someone that is their information to share and there is a thin line there of whether the information is yours to share with the, by also naming the person that, you know, was involved in that affair. Um, I feel like that's a tough one. I personally wouldn't do that. I don't think it's necessary for you to drag someone else under the bus, but I understand with people that are with an anger or like a strong emotion, it's, it can be hard to wrangle in what you should say. I don't think you should say that. I don't, you know, it, it does, that person has affected you and has um, really gotten into your life with this issue that you're sharing, but I don't think that just because they did something wrong that you need to drag them down because they're going to get, you know, their own consequences um, from this situation, obviously, you know what I mean? But everyone's going to see it differently, um, and I, but I just wanted to demonstrate the fact that, you know, it's one thing is venting and sharing things that are, you know, your information to share, which I feel like is more of a venting session, as opposed to gossip, which is definitely uh, salacious, malicious, terrible things, something that none of us should be engaging in. And there is a, like I said, there's a very, very, very thin line between needing to share information about someone that could be important or necessary and sharing personal details about someone just to have something to share that could bring you attention. Um, so if you need to share, you know, important information uh, because you think it will benefit them, like, you know, for me, that would be a kind of thing like if I found out that one of my daughter's friends or their family um, was doing inappropriate things or just not treating her well or something like that, if I knew other families that had kids that went over to that family, I would feel like it's important for me to share at a, at a minimum that I do not believe that it is safe and that they should reconsider. Now, I wouldn't go into all the, like, the details because that would bring it to gossip. That would make it, like, very malicious. Um, but I would definitely, you know, unless it was something terrible, like, you know, some sort of, um, you know, terrible, you know, sexual behavior or something that really warranted people needing to like me desperately telling them you cannot do this, like to really hammer that point home. But if maybe they were just like rude to her or just like, you know, um, just maybe mistreating her on a, on a certain level, then it would be like, okay, listen, I need you to know that my daughter has had a terrible experience there. You know, I feel like they're a little rude out of place, didn't treat her the best. And I need you to know that if you do not want your kid to encounter that. But I feel like on the other side of that, so if you want to do it because you're trying to get attention, you want to spread gossip, you just like the, the excitement of sharing negative things about people because it shines a light on them and makes them feel, you know, really vulnerable to the situation, 
you would be like, oh, well, I heard that they do this and this and this, and they are engaged in this and this and this. And you would like go into like really deep details that probably had nothing to do with like your child's relationship with their child, you know, the friendship. You'd be just going into random details about the family and what they do and, and trying to spin everything in a negative light. You know what I mean? So it's like one side, you know, you're sharing pertinent, important information with someone that uh, may not, that's probably not involved in the situation, or maybe is, but just is not as close as you are, and they are entitled to that information. On the other hand, there's more deep information that they don't need to know because it's not going to affect them in any sort of way, whether directly or even slightly indirectly with their child. Hopefully that example makes, hopefully that example makes sense, you know? Um, oh, here's a better example. So let's say that you um, are at the office, if you work at an office or whatever, and you're like, hey, you tell your coworker, hey, just so you know, Bob's going to be late today, right? So I feel like that's information that you are warranted to share with someone else because it's nothing really personal. It's just more of like, hey, they're going to be late, especially if someone was looking for them or they needed them because it's a work environment. But I feel like this, the overstep of going into gossip is like, hey, Bob's going to be late today, and I think it's because of this and this and this, and you know he's been engaging in this and this and this, and oh, you know, I heard this and this and this. So you see, there is a thin line of like, let me tell you actual facts, and then let me tell you things that I heard, rumors that I made up, you know, things that I am thinking, or even things that I know for sure, but it's just not appropriate to share with you because it's not your information to share. So I think that you understand this by now. Um, so... And there is also an aspect, as I kind of mentioned, of the thrill in telling someone something you know you shouldn't. You know, you get excited, you get all worked up, you're like, um, oh yeah, let me tell you this juicy bit of gossip about such and such. When you know that you shouldn't do it, but there's that excitement, and I feel like that's one of the reasons that people get continually drawn into gossip, because it provides um, those emotions. Um, so... One of the reasons gossip is so prevalent is because of the way it creates a social bond. Isn't this so interesting when I was researching gossip because I, I, you know, I know what gossip is, but I really wanted to find out some sort of like psychological background to it of like, why are we so engaged in this? And it's because it creates a social bond. You know, you can become accepted and even trusted when you start sharing information to others that find that info like important and intriguing, you know, if you can like hook them in. And this is especially true of the desire to gossip goes both ways on the same subject, because it's been studied that sharing negatives will grow groups of people together stronger than positives. And I have mentioned this in different ways um, over time in this show of how, you know, people like to get together and complain and share their negative experiences. But I believe that by imparting more positive things into our life, it will create a better community, more positivity, and hopefully like switch that, that, that dynamic where people are getting together to share all the wonderful things that they're having in their life and not just airing all the terrible things and not really, you know, feeling gratitude about these, the, the positive blessings that are still happening in their life, despite the negative things. But yeah, it's a social bond. It just creates groups of people. It kind of bounds you together because of these similarities of the struggles and strife that you may be going through, or, you know, you create a bond over like 
saying negative things and hurtful things about the same person because you feel the same way. You know, it's it's kind of comparable to being in an office and everyone doesn't like the boss and they all come together to complain about the boss, you know? So it's, but it just makes me so sick and disappointed. Um, and I'm not saying I've never engaged in this. I have regrets there, but I have. Um, but I find it sick because I wish that we could just get together and be like, hey, let's just talk about our wins for the day, which isn't as exciting usually, but I feel like if we all do it more and more, it can be exciting and it can be the regular thing. And, you know, I also want to point out that we should all be careful about who we are sharing with, you know, if we're the ones sharing information that is ours to share, as you may be venting to someone to get your own personal grievances out and what's going on in your life, but make sure that person doesn't go running their mouth to someone else because, you know, I, I'm sure it seems very logical for you to find someone that you believe is trustworthy, but I know sometimes, you know, our emotions can bubble up so quickly and so much that we just need to like spill that information out to someone, just anyone close by, and we will just spill our guts, but we may not realize that that person can't be trusted or that person is going to share that information with people that we don't know or really shouldn't be privy to it. So it's important for you on the flip side of like, we shouldn't gossip, but also be careful of people taking your information and gossiping about it because no one, no one really wants that. Um, so we are going to go over six suggestions that I have to help you stop gossiping to quit the gossip. But before we do that, I want to talk about the five minute reset. So if you're having a hard day, if you're feeling stressed and overwhelmed, top of your day, middle, end, it doesn't matter. You always have the option to do the five minute reset. So the five minute reset is for you to reset, reboot, restart your day right then and there. It only takes five minutes of your time and allows you just to draw a line in the sand and say, hey, I'm going to start my day fresh right from here. I'm not going to let all those problems and issues drag into the rest of the day or the next day. That would really suck. And I'm just going to leave it all behind. You know what I mean? It's just even brand new, even at nine o'clock at night or 10 or whenever you go to bed, you're like, I'm going to start fresh right now so that I can have a good night's sleep and wake up and have a wonderful, terrific day tomorrow. So for the five minute reset, you're able to take a break from any issues or burdens that you're currently um, holding on to that are dragging you down. Maybe you want to come up with a resolution or um, do any problems or issues that you're dealing with alone or with someone else. I always encourage everyone to come up with a list of at least four things that you are grateful for. Big, small, medium size, it doesn't matter. You can be grateful for literally anything and everything. Maybe you're grateful that your plants are finally growing. You learned how to take care of them. You are now a plant parent. Congrats. <laughs> Maybe you're grateful that you were able to like plan an upcoming trip and you're super excited about that. Maybe you're grateful that your health has been getting better and you're just so excited that you're feeling better and healthier and stronger. Or maybe you are grateful that, you know, more things are opening in the area that you live. So you're able to get out and experience more, have friends out to dinner or whatever it is. That's something I've been super excited about where I live here in Washington state. But like I said, you can be grateful for anything and everything. The list is never ending which is amazing. And last but not least, make sure that you're feeling at least neutral, if not positive, about the rest of your day because hopefully, you know, reviewing the things that you are grateful for and your blessings will help you to realize that by changing your mindset and shifting your perspective, you are able to still be grateful, focus on the positive, despite the fact that you're going through a hard time and know that by focusing on the positive, it'll help you get through that hard time even easier. So, 
there is the five minute reset for you. I hope that it helps. So like I said, let's chat about some suggestions for how to stop gossiping. So the first one is to ask yourself if this information is yours to share. So if you have some juicy tidbit that you really want to share with Sue Ellen or whomever it is, I apologize if your name is any of the names I've named in here. I do not mean anything against those names. It's just an example name. But if you are wanting to pass along this juicy information to Sue Ellen or whatever person, really stop and ask yourself. And this is going to take time. You know, you're going to have to forgive yourself uh, to uh, not do this as much as time goes on because um, I know that cold turkey will be hard. However, we'll talk about that at the end. Um, but yeah, you know, ask yourself if this information is yours to share. Does it affect you? Do you really need to share it? Are you actually directly involved? Like, are you? And if you're not, then don't. It's that easy. Do not share it if it's not yours to share. It's not going to affect you in any way. And why do you need to get into other people's business anyway? It's not going to help you. It's only going to make you look worse because you're the one spreading it. You're not necessarily going to look like a hero in many people's eyes. Um, the second suggestion is to ask yourself if this information really needs to be repeated. So if you like check the box of like, yep, it's mine to share. Okay, well, do you really actually need to repeat it? Do you actually need to share it with people? Will that make the situation better? Um, especially if this is outside of like having someone that you trust that you need to talk to. Like, why are you sharing this? You know, what benefit is it to other people? Will it make the situation worse? Um, that is really something to consider because if it's not, then don't. It's that simple. The third suggestion is to have one person you dump gossip to so you aren't spreading it and they can encourage you to cut back. So if you really are finding it a hard time to cut back on your gossip, which could be hard if it's such an ingrained habit, make sure that you have one person, and I mean one, exactly one, because if you're telling multiple people, you're still gossiping. But if you have one person you trust, with a friend, family member, spouse, partner, whomever, find that person. If you have gossip that you need to spill and only spill it to them. And then hopefully have that person encourage you to stop doing it. You know, every time you come to them, have them be like, are you sure you need to tell me? Is this really necessary? Um, okay, if you do, then tell me. And then that person has to be trusted enough that they aren't involved in any of the things you're gossiping about and they are not going to gossip themselves. So that kind of relationship that you need to find that will help you, it's kind of like having a sponsor of like gossiping, stop gossiping, um, needs to be someone that you can trust and rely on to help you stay accountable and to cut back on the gossip. Uh, the fourth suggestion is to try to catch yourself when you're about to make a comment about something. So whether it's snarky or malicious or it is true gossip, try to get in the habit of asking yourself, oh, I'm just about to talk about Sue Ellen. Like, do I need to? Is this pertinent to the conversation? Is this important? Am I just doing it for attention? Am I just doing it because I don't like Sue Ellen? Um, really like, you know, try to catch yourself and be like, oh wait, I don't need to share this. Oh, this is important or this isn't necessary. It will really help you to cut back on it if you start catching yourself. And this will come more and more over time and it'll help you to stop before you get anything out of your mouth because, you know, it's, it's much harder and you will have to apologize once it gets out there in, in word form. Uh, the fifth suggestion I have for you is to stop judging others and say no when others try to drag you into their gossip. So generally when we're spreading gossip, it's because we are judging that other person for whatever it is they did. And regardless of whether it was a really, really 
really bad thing or it was just something that we're frowning upon, you know, either way, it's still not our job to judge. We are not the judge and jury of people in this world. Um, even if you are an actual judge and jury, it still doesn't allow you to make like, you know, quick judgments of people outside of your job because it's just not your right. God is the only judge and jury that we need. We need to, and we need to stop being so nosy and imparting ourselves into other people's lives and affairs because that is just not necessary. It's not our job. So we need to cut back on judging people and hopefully that will cut back on gossiping. I believe it will because the less that you care about what other people are getting involved with, the less likely you are to gossip. But also on top of that, when other people are trying to draw you into their web of gossip, when they're like, oh, have you heard about this? Or let me tell you about this or any other way they want to try to draw you in, say no. As hard as it may be in the beginning because you want to know all the juicy details and you want to know everything from top to bottom, say no. Push back. Be strong. Tell yourself, you don't need this. Why do you need gossip? Or instead, just be like, no, but let me tell you about something really great that happened to me today. If they don't want to hear it, fine. It's their loss. If they do, you can easily change the subject and push it to something more positive, which is also something you should do if you are trying to, you're getting dragged into gossip or you enter a conversation and they start gossiping, try to change the conversation just for the sake of you not being engaged in this negative behavior, but also for the person um, that they are talking about because it's not fair because they're not present to defend themselves and that's just not fair. It's not right. Why should we do this? It is not the kind thing to do. So stop judging others and say no when other people are trying to include you in their gossip sessions. And the sixth and final suggestion I have for you on how to stop gossiping, you know, give it up, um, is to try to go one day without gossiping if you find yourself gossiping too much. So I did mention at the top of this list that cold turkey is super hard. It is at anything. You know, you talk to people that cold turkey stopped smoking or drinking or doing this, that, and the other. It can be hard. You have to be strong, and I feel like you have to have a support system that will help you. And if you have those things, or even if you don't and you do feel like you, you can be strong enough and not do this, try to go a day without gossiping. Don't talk about any information that is not your information to share. Do not be a part of anyone or any group of people that are talking about things that isn't your information to share. And try to do that for a whole day. And then try to do it for another. And then try to do it for another. And then once you get to three, try to do it for a week. And then so on and so forth. And there might be times where you slip back into these old behaviors and you actually do engage in the gossip, right? We're not all perfect. We all make mistakes. You know, even after you've like, you know, quote unquote, recovered from gossiping and you don't do it as much anymore, there's still going to be times where you might get tempted or you might slip up. That's fine. It's not the end of the world. It's just more of like, okay, you need to apologize and you need to move on and try to you know, exit that conversation or switch it because you do not need to be a part of gossiping. Um, so yeah, go try to go a whole day without it if you're finding it really difficult to implement the rest of these steps and you feel like cold turkey would work best for you. Um, but that's all I have to say about Stop Gossiping. I really hope that you found value in this episode and that you really enjoyed it. So thank you so much for listening to the Real Positive Girl podcast with me, Sabrina. Uh, the next episode in this week's theme is quit saying sorry all the time. So look forward to that coming out 
next. Before I let you go, I do want to encourage you that if you love the show, please share it with someone else. Tell them about it. Have them listen, download, and then they can share the show as well. I'd really appreciate it, and it would allow me to help more people over time. Uh, I would really appreciate that. Check the description box for notes for the show, where to find me on Instagram. Come give me a follow. Come say hey. I would really appreciate it. I am also on Clubhouse, as there is a Real Positive Girl um, chats uh, club. If you want to join that, I'm going to start doing rooms soon. And I can be found Sabrina J. Perozo. That is me on Clubhouse. Also, before I let you go, if you are interested, there are so many things on my website that could be helpful to you and to me. If you'd like to go to my website, which is sabrinajoy.com. And then if you hover over podcasts in the main menu, you'll see a spot where you can submit a review. If you have Apple Podcasts, you're welcome to submit a review there. But if you do not, if you want to leave a review on my website, I would greatly appreciate it. You can state whether you want it to be um, posted anonymously, anonymously or not. Last but not least, I have started accepting donations for the show. If you would be so willing to support the show, whether through Patreon or just directly through a PayPal link. Both can be found on my website, sabrinajoy.com. If you click donations, those options will be there. It'll help me to keep the show going and have um, extra funds for editing, upgrading the mic, you know, just just a, a, a blessing from you to me uh, to, can, to keep the show going and keep it getting better and better. Um, if you go to the Patreon, you'll be able to get free gifts. If you just go to my directory on my website, um, you can go directly to my website for both of these things and click the Patreon link and you will be able to uh, apply um, your membership of supporting me through different tiers and get free gifts. Um, or if you donate over $50 via the PayPal link on my website, you will still get a free thank you gift. So that is all the announcements I have. Thank you again so much for listening. I appreciate you guys so much. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you next time. Bye guys.